Magira on the top of Tzadi Tesem and Aleph right from the bottom. I don't know if you saw my text about uh, charts, charts, colored sheets, black and white sheets, whatever you like. So it'll be, it'll be helpful for uh, mining our way through a little bit today. Okay, so, says the Gemara's fellow. Tanu Rabban and Yeshcholitz Imo Misafek. Um, so there's the possibility of a person who finds themselves in a scenario where they have to do chalitza with their sister or their or their uh, or their, sorry, their mother, their sister, or their or their daughter, three different scenarios, all misafik. Because of some type of scenario that can come up that will result in uh, there's some type of suffix, they have to end up giving chalitza, and they're gonna end up giving chalitza, doing chalitza with uh, these individuals. Um, and the reason it's a, it's a chiddush is because, obviously, someone who's someone's mother, someone's sister, someone's daughter is obviously an erva to them. And so, in which case, it was if it was a normal <coughs> scenario of a person's daughter ends up, you know, as their, you know, shemeris uh, yavam, there would be no chalitza, there'd be no yibum, right? There's there's no chalitza yibum with someone who is an erva to you. Um, they become pot, they become tuarsh yibum immediately. But the the, the scenario is going to be that we're not sure who they are, <coughs> and it's going to be an identity question. Um, and because of that, all three cases are going to involve people whose children get mixed up at birth. We don't know who's the mother, who's the father. You know, and, and because of that, that you end up this scenario, they end up giving, um, doing chalitza with them again because they're unsure of who's who. Uh, because otherwise, it would never happen. So what's the case? So this is the, where this is going to really be helpful. So Ketzad, what's the case? Imo v'isha acheres v'lahen shnei zacharim. So you have uh, an individual... His mother and another woman both had children. They, had two, they both, both had uh, baby boys. And then they have two children, two more sons, when they were like in hiding. But the point being that they were in hiding, and because of that, so then like things got confusing. And they don't know whose son is whose. And one, each one of the sons married the other, the other person's mother. Um, and then they died without, and then the sons died without any children. Okay, so what happens? So take a look in the, in the chart. It might be a little, a little easier to follow, right? So what happens? You have ya- Yaakov and Rachel had a son, Yosef. And then you have Reuven and Chana have a son, Chetron. Okay. And then these two families, and these two families are not related to each other at all, right? And each then had another son, Levi and Yehuda, but it's not clear whose child Levi and Yehuda are. Okay, so we don't know if Levi comes from Chana, or Yehuda, and Yehuda comes from Rachel, or is it the opposite? But okay? is that known at the time, when the, when the children are born, that they don't know? I mean, each woman comes, takes one, and says, this may or may not be my yeah, son. Yeah, you get mixed up, you are relatively, at some point, relatively early. Okay, okay. they get mixed up. I mean, that doesn't really necessarily matter exactly what but it happens. But if it doesn't, if, if, but if they don't know that they're mixed up, then the scenario never happens. Correct, they know that they're mixed so up. They, so they, they have know to they know they're mixed up, correct. But if they don't know they're mixed up, then they're going to make an assumption. Right. They might be wrong, but yeah, no, they know they're mixed up. Okay. So subsequently... So then what happens afterwards, Yaakov and Ruvain both die. Both the fathers pass away. And Yosef and Chetzron, uh, sorry, Yosef marries, um, uh, Yosef marries Chana, right? And Chetzron marries Rachel. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then they each die without children. Okay? So Levi and Yehuda 
are the Suffolk brothers of Chetzron and Yosef, right? So Levi Yehuda must each do Chalitza with both Chana and Rachel, because we don't know which one is the other one's brother, right? Um, in which case, each one is doing Chalitza mi Suffolk with Rachel and Chana. For each one of them, one of them will be their mother. Right? But they don't know. So because they don't know, and they might be the Avama, they have to do a Chalitza with them. So it's Misafik because they just don't know if they're their mother in the first place. And that's why they have to do a Chalitza with, uh, with each of them. So that's, that's case number one. Okay. Um, right, so let's go back just back to the Gemara. So we said, So meaning, they're going to, for sure, because they're both, you know, uh, they're, they're both doing a, a, a chalitza, they're both doing a chalitza with both, so what will end up happening is, for sure, one of them doing a chalitza with their mother. They each one's doing a chalitza with their mother, they just don't know which one's their mother. Um, but they do that because, to make sure that they for sure get the chalitza done with the one who's not their mother. Fine. La choso misafik keitza. So what's the now the case of doing chalitza with the one's sister misafik? So imo v'ishto, sorry imo v'isha acheres shiyodishnei nekevo. So now you have this guy's mother and his uh, and another woman again not related. Both had daughters b'machvah. Again, it's like in hiding and they got mixed up. Ubo achehen shalom osoaim, and now. Brothers come who are not from the same mother. They, their father, their brothers from the father, but not from the same mother. Vinasum and they marry them. Umeisubalobanim and then those those same men die without children. So then again, the brothers cholitz deshteyen have to do chalitza with both nimsa cholitz lachos misafek. Go back to the chart if you'd like. Uh, can make it easier, or maybe you look at the chart and it makes it even more confused. But try. So the so the case is right again is as follows. So Yaakov and Rachel, right? So, uh, so yes, Yaakov is the one who ends up passing away, right? So Yaakov and Rachel have a son, Yosef. Yaakov, Yaakov also had two sons, Levi and Yehuda, from a, from a different marriage with Leah, right? Uh, which make them Yosef's achiv mena'av. Achiv mena'av. So they're Yosef's brothers from the father's side, not from the mother's side, okay? So then Yaakov dies, and Rachel marries Nachshon with whom she has a daughter, Sarah, uh, which makes her Yosef's achos amina'im, right? So Sarah is Yosef's sister, just sharing the same mother. <coughs> At the same time, an unrelated woman gave birth to a daughter, Rivka. There's some other woman, right, Rivka, and the two daughters get mixed up. So, so now you have Sarah and Rivka. Rivka is not related to any of them at all, and Sarah is Yosef's sister. So later, Levi and Yehuda married Sarah and Rivka. So Levi and Yehuda, who are, again, uh, you know, not related at all, end up marrying Sarah and Rivka, to whom they are not related, and die, and, but they die, they die without children. So now the question becomes for Yosef, who's their brother, right, he's going to have to do Chalitza for Sarah and Rivka because they are both, they're his two brothers' wives, right, they both fall in Yibam to Yosef, their husband's brother. However, Chalitza Shtem, he's going to do Chalitza with both, right? Why? Because each one is Suffolk, his sister, from the, from the same father. So he does Chalitza with both of them, because one of them is, is, is not related to him at all, in which case, she's, she's just his brother's wife. He has to be a chalitza. The other one is his sister, right? But he doesn't know. And since he doesn't know, he does chalitza with both. Um, and nimsa chalitza chalitza misafik. So he ends up, for sure, doing chalitza with his, with his sister, but doing so misafik. Okay. Um, okay, back in the Gemara. Um, 
So what's the case of Bitomi Safek? This is going to be example number three here on the sh- in the chart. Okay, so how's it possible that a person does chalitza with his daughter, Misafek? So, Ishto, Vi'isha, Cheres, Shiyadu, Shtinikibo. So, a man's wife and some other woman both had uh, daughters, Bimachba, again, in hiding and they get mixed up. Ubo, Achayen, and their brothers come, Vinasum, and they marry them. Vinasu, Umesu, Blobarim, and then they, and then they die without children. Zechalitz, Labito, Misafek, so again, take a look at the chart in source number three, uh, chart three. So again, you have uh, Kalev and Ruvain, right? Each have wives. So Kalev's married to Chana, Ruvain's married to Leah. Um, and the wives of Ruvain and Kalev gave birth to two <coughs> girls, Sarah and Rivka, and they don't know, again, whose daughter is whose. So later what happens, Ruvain's brothers, Levi and Yehuda, marry Sarah and Rivka, because right, Levi and Yehuda are not related to Sarah and Rivka um, in any way. They're allowed to, allowed to marry them. And, uh, sorry, they're related in the sense that one of them might be like, Sarah could be the niece, but you're allowed to marry, you're allowed to marry your niece. Um, so what happened? So Levi and Yehuda marry Sarah and Rivka, and again, and they, and they die without children. So Ruvain came to Yibam because one of them is an erva right, of his, one of them is his daughter, right? But one of them is not his daughter. So again, one of them is either his daughter, one of them is not related to him at all. Same, same scenario. So in that scenario, so what do we do? Is he, he does chalitza with both because one of them is not related to him at all and one of them is his daughter. So it turns out he's going to do chalitza with his daughter. Yivadeh will do chalitza with his daughter out of a scenario because of a suffix. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Okay. So that, that's our, those, those are our three cases, three scenarios where a person could end up doing a chalitza with uh, <coughs> someone who otherwise is an erva in which we know from the way beginning would mean that they would never have to do, they, they're not, they're not a, you know, Shemeres Yavim at all, but nevertheless, the out of Suffolk, they end up, do, end up doing so. Fine. Okay. So now, now says the Gabar. Tanya, Hayer Vimir Omer, Ish Isha, Pamim Shemolidin Chamesh Umos. It's that you have a person, a, a couple, who can give birth to five nations. It does not mean five nations. It means five individuals who all have different halachic status. Okay, so you can have just a man and a woman, and they have five different children, and each one of those children have a different status halakhically. So what is, how can that be? Ketzad, Yisrael shalakach eved v'shivcha minashok. So, a, so a, a person, a Jewish person, goes ahead and he purchases an eved and a shivcha, a man and a woman who are, who are slaves, and he buys them from the shuk. V'lahen shnei banim. And that, this couple, the eved and shivcha, they have two children already. Okay? V'nizgayer echad mayhem. And one of them, one of the, one of them does, uh, is Megayer, and becomes Jewish. Okay, so what? So, Nimsa Echad Ger, Ve'echad Ovekochav. So now you have one of them, so, so, so now you have these, again, this couple is the, the, the non-Jewish couple, right? The, 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 the evidence Shifcha. So they get purchased by the Jew, and one of their children becomes a Jew. Okay, so now they have so now they have a uh, a child who's a gear, and they have a child who's an 
who's a non-Jew. So now you, so far they have two children, two different halachic status. Garen, you know, Garen non-Jew. Uh, fine. Okay. He'd be on the shame avdus. What happens if he would take those those slaves that he bought and he put and he has them go to the mikvah to become avadim? And now they, the Evan and Shifcha, have a child. Right? So, so their, their child, when, they're, when, the, when, a, uh, when, a, when, a, when two non-Jews have a child, they're, they don't, they're, you know, um, their child is not necessarily that's an Evet. When it's that's an Evet, if, they, if their child you know, belongs to if he belongs to the Jew in the first place, right? That's something I have a scenario where the child has an actual status as, a, uh, as, a, as an Evid. So now they have three children. Their children are Ger, their child, they have a child who's a regular Ovid Kochavim, right? He's just not Jewish. And then a child who is, a, who has an, who is an actual Evid, okay? Shichra Esa Shifcha. What happens if he frees the Shifcha? Uba Ha'Evid. So now the Shifcha he frees her. When the shivcha becomes free, the shivcha kananis becomes free, she becomes Jewish. Okay, so he frees her, she becomes Jewish, and now she ends up being together with the <coughs> Evid. That's Asr. She's not supposed to be together with the Evid, that's an Isr. But she does so anyways. So what happens now? Harekan ger ve'ovekochavim ve'eved u'mamzer. Right, now, now that next child is a mamzer. We're going to assume, we're assuming like the sheet that holds that, uh, that a, uh, a Jewish woman who's together with a, with, a, with a non-Jew, you know, is going to create a situation of mamzeris, which we'll see in a second. Um, okay, Shechar Shnehen. What if then both the he, he frees the 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 male slave now also the Sion and now the male the previous male slave and previous female slave who are now both Jewish get married to each other. Harekan Ger veOvekochavim veEved Umamzer veIsrael. So now they have another child. That child is going to be a Jew because they're Jewish. So you have a scenario where a couple, this man and the woman, they can have five children who all have five different status statuses. A ger, an Ovechavim, an Eved, a Mamzer, and Israel, all coming from the same couple. Okay, very interesting. So Mar says, okay, Michael Mashalan, that's a bit fascinating, but so what? <laughs> why, why do we care? So it's the Gemara, Ovechavim, the Eved, Haba, Abbas, Israel, Havlad, Mamzer. So you see from here, this, 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 uh, this Bryce teaches, teaches the halacha that a, a, a Jew, oh, sorry, a non Jew or an Eved, who's together with a Bas Israel, that would create a Mamzer. That's that, that, that Shita. Okay, um, and now the Gemara gives one other example. Tan Rabbanon Yesh Mocher's Aviv Lahagbos Imok Subas. It can be a scenario where a person, in a certain sense, sells his father in order to collect the Ksuba for his mother. How is that? Kate said, Yisrael Lakach Eved Vishivcha Mina Shuk. A Jewish person purchases an Eved and a Shivcha from the Shuk. Vilahem Ben, and they have a child from before. Vishicharetz Hashivcha Vinasa, and the Jewish owner frees the Shivcha and marries her. The Amar, the Kasav, Konachasav, Lebana. And then after he marries the Shifcha, he gives all of his, uh, all of his Yerusha, he writes, he gives it all to, his, to her son, who's not his son, right? He's her son. Um, he's not Jewish. Nimsa, Zemocher. So, so now what happens? And then he passes away. The man dies. When the man dies, the, 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 the father, you know, the, not the father, the husband, the, the Jewish man passes away. What happens? So now all of his Nachasim go to this go to this non-Jewish son of this woman, right? But she needs her ksuba, and all his money, but all, all the, the husband's money now belongs to her son. Right? So how's he going to get the money? So the son, right, how's he going to get the money? 
So he, he, he has to pay off the, the debt, basically, of, the, of, this, of this original man. So what does he do? So, he can go, so there's this, this non-Jewish son still has a father, right, who's non-Jewish, who is a non-Jewish slave of this original man. So what's he going to do? He can, quote, sell his father. Right? So he can go ahead and he'll sell his father, one of the, basically one of the pieces of property <coughs> that belongs to this original man. The, the non-Jewish, this boy now, will sell the rights to his father in order to be able to pay off the ksuba of his mother because he has all the money that belongs to their, her original husband. What does it teach me? You see, the halach is that, that uh, the evet is considered like property and the property, you know, movable property and the property, you know, is, is you know, connected to the ksuba, meaning if you can't pay the ksuba, you, know, you can sell the property. Or you say, no, you see from here that the evet is like karka and would end up being able to be sold. But the bottom line is, Two interesting cases. We'll continue next time.